Hello, we're glad you joined us for Stand Up Be Heard, the podcast. At Ford's Theater, we believe in the power of storytelling and using our voices. On this podcast, you'll hear student voices and perspectives about issues that are important to them. We invite you to open up, check any biases, and hear what they have to say. Five percent of illicit drug users are African American. However, they make up 29% of those arrested for possession and 33% of those incarcerated for it. Something does not add up, so we are going to fix it. Hello, my name is Nyla Newman, and I am going to tell you about the issue of long sentences of low-level offenses and the connection these sentences have with discriminatory rulings in the legal system in America. I am a junior at Rockford High School, and with everything going on in 2020, it is safe to say that my voice as a teen, like yours, matters to make a change. To give us insight into the justice system, we invited a woman from our age group who was a student at Montclair State studying education with a focus on anti-racist pedagogy, Karima. Also, she does. So anti-racist teachings and, um, you know, social justice teachings. And I also currently work overnight at a group home um, with teenagers, teenage girls. The reason Karima began advocating for changing the jail system is inspiring. So I feel like, you know, it starts with awareness and then taking those steps to break down the system and build it back up because the current justice system is, you know, kind of in shambles. Like now, I feel like there's more talk about diversity and there's more talk about, you know, things that are going on within um, this oppressive system that oppresses just certain individuals of color. So I asked Karima about diversity and the suppression of people of color. I definitely think there's been changes um, in regards to my teen years um, until now. I feel like there's more talk about diversity and there's more talk about, you know, things that are going on within um, this oppressive system that oppresses just certain individuals of color. So I feel like, yeah, there's been um, some changes, but we still have so much further to go in a sense. Discrimination against people of color through incarceration has a strong history. People of color are often most arrested for committing minor crimes, and of that statistic, most who are arrested overall are people of color. In Maryland, the white-to-black ratio of incarcerated peoples is 4.7 to 1, meaning the white in prison rate per 100,000 is 185, while for black people it is 862. Black people make up 13,000 of the 18,000 people that are disenfranchised from felony charges, which is about 72%. New Jersey has the worst in black and white disparity in prison rate, 12.2 to 1. Out of about the 19,000 population of disenfranchised people, about 12,000 of those are black, which brings the percentage total to about 63%. Continuing with discriminatory biases and their effect on the corrupt jail system, Yes, definitely. I I definitely think there's biases, yes. Um, Just in regards to, there's so many cases where um, someone hasn't done anything, a person of color who hasn't done anything, and they're just, they're just assumed to be the culprit just because they are of color. You get me? And I also believe in regards to mass incarceration, also, um, people of color, they get, they get charged and like punished more harshly so Mm -hmm. one person can get a slap on the wrist and the other can be serving 10 years in jail for like you know the same thing 
Speaking of the length of time in prison after the reporting period, the United States Sentencing Commission found that black men's sentencing time for drug offenses was 17.7% longer than white men, and that African Americans and Latinos make up 29% of the population in America, but are about 57% of the prison population. In conclusion, of the 277,000 people imprisoned nationwide for a drug offense, over half, 56%, are African American or Latino. The ways to change the ratios are changing minds and creating more diversity of judges. Here are Karima's thoughts. It's just those little things, I feel like um, we as people in order to start changing those mindsets and start dismantling the system further, we have to call people out on what they do. You don't have to embarrass anyone, but you can just say, hey, you know, that's not right. Change the minds of law enforcement and honestly, everyone. The amount of melanin in one's skin and the stereotypes of minorities does not make the person. Also, charge what happens at court. Good question. Across all Article Three U.S. District Courts and the U.S. Courts of Appeals, people of color make up just 20% of all sitting judges and 27% of active judges. Among active judges, whites represent at least 80% of the bench on nearly half of all circuit courts. There is not a single circuit court whose majority compromises people of color, meaning that the majority is arresting the minority, leading to discrimination and to continue. Now, on to what happens after you get arrested and the effects of the jail system. I asked Karima what her opinion on the justice system was. So, in regards to our justice system, I feel like um, it definitely needs to be changed. So it has to be dismantled, broken down, and then, you know, built back up again. And I guess that starts with just like um, awareness and, you know, changing mindsets because some people are so deeply engraved in like, um, you know, oppressive forms of thinking. The broken down system has effects mentally of perceptions, but also conditions in jail life. The effects of prison primarily on minorities undermine the ability of prison systems to meet basic human needs, such as healthcare, food, and accommodation. It also compromises the provision and effectiveness of rehabilitation programs, educational and vocational training, and recreational activities. The domino effect of prison overcrowding also costs taxpayers a lot of money and those with heavy sentences are only truly protected by the 13th Amendment. Now moving on to Kareem's passion for making change legally with protests to spark a fire in people's hearts to make a better place for all. Maybe they'll be inspired to take action, to, um, to protest, to talk to your lawmakers. And you could do those things also, but a lot of times people aren't even aware of the things that they do. Right. So just sparking that, you know, it starts with the spark. Legally, the discriminatory statistics of the United States Sentencing Commission show that prosecutors are more likely to charge people of color with crimes that carry heavier sentences than white individuals. Federal prosecutors, for example, are twice as likely to charge African Americans with offenses that carry a mandatory minimum sentence than similarly situated white people. Our country values its citizen rights, and the Sixth Amendment guarantees the right to a fair trial. However, these statistics suggest that the trial and sentencing system is not fair for everyone. With all this in mind, what can we do? We use our voice to protest, we use social media, attend conferences, and make awareness and educate about the issue of low-level offense and its discriminatory nature. 
We are the future, and we have the power to change the world to make it a better place. So when it comes to voting in terms of changing the corrupt court system, vote on the right side of history. A resource to help is the Sentencing Project, with the mission to complete the goal of making a fair criminal justice system through phenomenal research and reforms in sentencing policy addressing unjust racial disparities and practices and to advocate for alternatives to incarceration. I know we are just teens and cannot work for the Sentencing Project yet, but we can donate, write letters, and join local efforts. Also, the NAACP is a great resource. Their goal is to create a less discriminatory jail system by seeking to enact laws to enforce the protection of civil rights, eliminate prejudice in the jail system, and inform the public on the said actions. To help their cause as a teen, become a member, donate, and volunteer to help fix the jail system. If in the DMV area one can protest, safely, and with a mask at the many historical monuments and check when this topic is being talked about, this affects us all, we can do this. Thanks for listening and hope you're inspired to make a change. A special thank you to Karima for taking the time to speak about this important topic. Lastly, I would like to thank everyone who worked on this project, Shani, Caroline, Alex, and myself for creating the podcast. Goodbye, everyone. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and that you'll check out our other episodes. 